Hello and welcome to Sporte. As always, I'm your host who puts the Tay in Sporte, Taylor. Today, I'm joined in the studio by VFLW player Grace Buckin, who captained the Collingwood VFLW side to its first premiership this year. Congrats, Grace, and welcome to the studio. Thanks, Tay. Thanks for having me in. Just so we can break the ice just a little bit, can you tell us three facts about yourself that we probably don't know? Sure. So fact number one is I'm actually a sports podiatrist. So I work out in Nunawading in a clinic alongside myotherapists, physios, exercise physiologists and clinical Pilates. Uh, I think I need new bunnies. <laughs> new runners, new orthotics? Come yep. to me. <laughs> Hopefully you'll be able to like give me some great shoe advice. Definitely, definitely. Book in and come see me and I'll give you a good rate. <laughs> Second fact is um, I love travelling, so my favourite place in the world has to be Port Douglas. Amazing. So you're, well, you're sticking to Australia because you said the world. Yeah, definitely. So I've lived or had a place in Port Douglas when I was younger as a kid and uh, we've spent a lot of holidays there growing up and gone through a lot of milestones in Port Douglas. So it's a very special place to me and yeah, love it a Keeping lot. Keeping it Aussie. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What, what's the third fact? Third fact is my favourite meal is fried chicken. Oh, KFC or... Ah, no, more like a homemade crumbed fried chicken. Do you make it yourself? No, I don't actually. So (laughs) I get my friends to make it and watch them. (laughs) We love it. Well, now we know that, one, you can give good feet advice. Two, you're an Aussie homegirl and loves Port Douglas. And three, you do love that crispy fried chicken. Sure do. (laughs) (laughs) So let's get started. You made history for the Collingwood VFLW side by winning the grand final of the VFLW only a few weeks ago. And that was the first premiership for the Collingwood Football Club. And you won by 37 points over the Western Bulldogs. The final score was 52 to 15. How was that? Oh, it was unbelievable, Taylor. Honestly, it's indescribable the feeling that I felt um, winning that premiership alongside the girls. Not one point during the season do I think, yeah, we're going to win the premiership. This is all ours. So every single game led to that. So every game we had to put in the hard yards, train throughout the week and yeah, make sure that we're ready for the game day. And it was just so good to be able to see that all our hard work paid off to win that grand final. I know you said that you didn't think you guys could win it, but Collingwood were like on top of the ladder for the entire season. Did you actually think that you could make it to the Premiership? Yeah, definitely. So it was honestly a goal for us at the start of the season to be able to get to finals and also win the Premiership. Round one, uh, we had a loss to St Kilda. So at that point in time, I don't think a lot of us thought it would happen. But as we kept growing and developing every single game and working on what we needed to work on individually and as a team, we started to think, oh, hey, this goal is definitely in our sight. So... Yeah, I guess it just kind of clicked when we started to consistently be on top of the ladder throughout the season. And yeah, also winning as minor premiers two years in a row was pretty good. And going into finals with that confidence also helped boost That's everyone up. so exciting. But it was televised for the first time. Yeah. How special was that for you? Oh, so special. Yeah, like I said earlier, um, just the amount of support that I've had from family, friends, the club, our Collingwood supporters, it's just unreal. And yeah, to be able to get that match broadcasted and televised just increases the awareness of women's football not only at a VFL level but to everyone. And I know you said that you were minor premierships the last two years but do you think the loss last year did that spur you on this year especially during finals time to actually go one step further? Absolutely so it's definitely something that was in the minds of a lot of the players so having a lot of the VFL and AFL girls who played through those final series last year and were just so devastated by 
survive those finals campaign just drove us even more to be able to take it that one step further and yeah be able to go through finals and keep winning and and take out the flag but yeah absolutely it was just something that was I can't describe the feeling of being knocked out in straight sets but the fact that we were able to turn that around with our culture dedication and commitment to trainings and all the support from the club it was so cool to see how we just went that one step further and got the grand final. And in one of your Instagram posts I've given you a little bit of a stalk. (laughs) Here we go. But you give credit to your coach for the win. How did she shape this season for you girls? Absolutely. So Penny's achieved a lot throughout her career. She's done so much for Collingwood, not only playing for them at an AFLW level, but coaching us the past two years. Uh, She's really put her heart and soul into the program. She's given up extra hours. She's dedicated all her time to us individually and all of us players. She um, really did set that culture for us and that sort of carried on to all the girls and yeah the fact that we could see how much she loved us she loved giving her time and passion definitely wore off on us and yeah we we're able to grow together as a team and be able to carry that culture through VFLW and then also the AFLW and the VFL the next season. So do you think this win will change Collingwood's women's program? Yeah definitely just by firstly being the first women's team to win a premiership at Collingwood is something so special and yeah something will take away with us for I'm hoping that it will draw more attention to women's football just in terms of the resources, the support and everything around it. So hopefully just by winning that premiership, um, it's not only special to all of us girls in the wider community, but hopefully that can grow women's football, not only at a junior level, but yet yeah, going into VFL and AFL. And you mentioned, before we pre-recorded this interview, <laughs> you did mention that Eddie Maguire was an awesome support system. Can you go into details about him for us? Yeah, definitely. So the Thursday training before our grand final on Sunday, Eddie came in and spoke to us in the theatre and he just gave us such a pump up speech going into that grand final. I honestly had goosebumps on my arms after um, hearing him talk. But yeah, he just sort of put it out to us saying that we can be that first women's Collingwood football team to win a premiership and we can be up our photo up in the boardroom. So That's so exciting. Yeah, just like the men's first premiership winning team. Just by hearing that from him and, and just hearing how much he cares about us, about the program and obviously about Collingwood was just so nice going into our last training and going into the weekend with a bit more confidence and drive to be able to do that and bring the cup back to Collingwood and back to Eddie as well. How did the Collingwood program support you this year compared to last year? Obviously each year it's getting better and better in terms of that support and in terms of the resources, the facilities and everything. I think a main factor for me was the girls and also the coaches. So being so close with the AFL and VFL girls, all on the same level, we gelled really well together. And that's what made me look forward to trainings, look forward to game days, just to be able to pull on the boots and play for everyone and also to continue developing throughout the seasons. It's still growing. Obviously, there is still a lot of room for growth in terms of the VFL program, but I've got no doubt that where it's sitting now, it's just going to keep increasing the more support we can get behind it. And you also got the opportunity to captain this year. That's so exciting to be part of the leadership team of Collingwood. Was that a big change for you? Absolutely. And um, like I've said to my coach Penny before, I'm so thankful for the opportunity because I've not only grown personally and professionally in my career from that leadership opportunity, but yeah, also as a footballer in terms of my confidence. So yeah, I was so grateful for that opportunity to be able to lead the girls. And yeah, it's definitely a passion for me. Set that goal for my 
myself to be able to lead and also take the girls one step further to that premiership and to see that it's sort of paid off has just been so good but I honestly couldn't have done it without the girls and and also my fellow leadership group who were just such a good support behind me. But being captain do you think there's a bit of an extra pressure on your shoulders? Yeah, absolutely. And I won't lie, it probably did take a game or two just to be able to get used to it and be able to play under that increased responsibility and pressure. But it's also what you put in yourself. So I do tend to put quite a bit of pressure on myself to perform and to be able to lead. So as long as you can balance that out with your individual performance, the main thing is that you're leading by example as well. So if you go out there and you put in 110%, then that's just as good as focusing on your leadership. So I guess it's just having that healthy balance. How did the team choose you to be captain? Is it more like the board or like the Collingwood staff or is it actually the girls as well? I'm pretty sure it's a combination of both. So we all did a vote during pre-season and then I would say the coaches and the staff have that last say in terms of those positions. So yeah, it was incredibly humbling to see that um, I did get those votes to be able to co-captain and yeah, it's honestly been the best opportunity of my life. And you've been at Collingwood for how many years now? So I've been at Collingwood for two years now. <gasps> That's so exciting. And yep. when you were first picked to actually represent Collingwood for VFLW, what was going through your mind? Because, look, women's footy has only really just taken off in the last three years since the first AFLW match. I think it was in 2017? Yeah, 2017, yep. So I actually did have a few other options at other VFL clubs two years ago, but I was blown away by Collingwood in terms of their support, the staff that worked there, also the girls that were there, the culture. I could have easily gone to another club, but yeah, in terms of Collingwood's facilities and support, I was like, I'm definitely going here. And yeah, have not looked back. Well, you've got a premiership under your (laughs) belt. Not many people can say they've got that. That's true. (laughs) That is absolutely incredible. But how has women footy changed over the last few years? So personally, I would say more people know about it. So in terms of people asking and family and friends and everything, more people are aware of the growth of women's football. Where do you hope to see women footy go in the future? So I do understand that it still has quite a long way to go, but a massive goal would be to have the AFLW season running alongside the VFLW season. So similar to the men's AFL and VFL and having that whole year, instead of just three months of AFLW, um, having that whole season to be able to yeah, play and perform rather than eight games to prove yourself. So that would be an absolute dream and hopefully that can come true. What do you think the AFL could do differently to support women's football, specifically in the VFL? Because it's now just been televised which is awesome but do you hope maybe next season it can continue to be televised but not just the final maybe like just the regular games in the season yeah absolutely so at a VFL level it'd be awesome to um, have some more television rights for us we do have some of our matches broadcasted and commentated but yeah to be able to have it on channel 7 just like the men's VFL on channel 7 that will give us a little bit more exposure especially going into the AFLW so become a little bit more familiar with the players and everything but yeah I do I'm aware that more support and resources needs to go in in order for that to happen. What is a typical week schedule look like for you because you also do work as a podiatrist is it hard juggling football 
as well as, well, being a podiatrist? Yeah, absolutely. So obviously having to juggle full-time work with part-time training is pretty full-on. So I'm very lucky at my workplace. They're quite flexible around my hours. And yeah, they're very, very accommodating in terms of having to leave early for training or if something comes up, for example, finals, we didn't know what game we are playing until that week. So what day? Saturday, Sunday. Um, and they were able to accommodate that for me. But yeah, it definitely is a juggle. I did find I got into that routine though of being able to balance football with work and sometimes it does go up and down you spend more time focusing on football or more time focusing on work but yeah as long as overall you're getting that balance then it seems to work out. I've got a very basic knowledge of like the whole human body in terms of <laughs> muscles, feet and that kind of thing. But does it link to football at all? Just because can you kind of self-diagnose yourself for the lower body? Absolutely. So I can be my own worst enemy. Um, so <laughs> any sort of injury, if I have to my foot, I think immediately, oh, I've broken my foot, stress fracture. (laughs) But at the same time, it is extremely handy. So obviously with my profession, I specialise as a podiatrist in lower limb. Um, And you can imagine in football, there'd be a lot of lower limb, ankle, knee, calf, injuries so yeah it's not only advantageous to me but I can also help the girls around me if they've got anything going on and I have brought a few girls into the clinic over the past two years and also our photographer as well Shane so shout out to him him. (laughs) now that obviously you've got a bit of a support system going on and you've got a lot of fans have you found that a lot more Collingwood supporters have actually come into the studio just to see you and get treated by you yeah definitely so it's actually really cute I get a lot of younger girls coming in and obviously hearing about me playing for Collingwood at VFL level and I guess at that age you really want to have a role model and they definitely do look up to me and it's really cute to see how um, passionate they are about playing Auskick or footy at a junior level and it's so good to be able to be that mentor to them not only helping them with whatever injury they're coming in for but yeah to be able to give them some tips and yeah, basic skill, technique, advice from a football perspective. That's so cute. I did see. Oh, I'm going to sound like a stalker. <laughs> <laughs> Just so everyone knows, Grace and I have actually been friends for a few years. <laughs> we did play tennis together. <laughs> we did. But I did see on your Instagram the other week that a few of your patients, uh, the younger girls, came in with Collingwood jerseys on. They did. So they've come in with Collingwood jerseys, footballs for me to sign. They also came to the grand final with a group of their friends to watch me which was really adorable and yes so humbling everyone's support not only um, little girls but also their parents and their friends and everything so it's so nice to see that people I'm seeing at work I've just met once or twice have come in and and supported me and and Collingwood and women's football. That's very special but Can I ask, how did you get into playing football? So, yeah, great question. I, as you know, came from a tennis background and then also played soccer alongside that as well. I always used to kick growing up with my sister and and my dad, but I never actually joined a club for football at a junior level. I only started playing because one of my friends who I used to play soccer and tennis with, Irina, um, was like, oh, call for grandma, have a community football league now in Vaffa and she's like come down do some trainings see what you think of it and yeah if it's if it's right for you then play with us throughout the season so yeah I came down at the start of the season for Vaffa two or three years ago so when AFL really kind of rose yeah exactly so it would have been the first season of AFL yeah AFLW and yeah started kicking the ball around really enjoyed it and 
played that season and then at the end of the season ended up signing with Collingwood for VFLW. So yeah, it was definitely a big year for me and definitely wouldn't look back because I love football. And you've won a premiership. Yeah, <laughs> I think exactly. I've said that probably about <laughs> twice, but I'll retweet that. You say it again. You've won a premiership. Yeah. <laughs> I know that you play football as a passion because you've mentioned that, but deep down, why do you play? Yeah, so obviously definitely I've always had a passion to play at an elite level for sport, but I would say the main reason I play football is for those younger generations and younger girls coming through. I love to see the change that's happening in, in women's professional sport and to think that we're advocates for women's football and, and paving the way for those younger girls coming through is just such an amazing thought. And like I've said, with the girls that have come in to little girls that are coming to my work it's just so humbling to see how much they look up to us and how much they want to aspire to be us so yeah definitely say that's a huge motivating factor for me is just the younger generations and what we can do at this point in time to change women's football or change women's sport so that we get that support and those girls coming through get that support even more. Well, change is definitely happening at the moment, especially with Taylor Harris. She's now got a statue. How do you think that has changed women's football? Yeah, it's pretty amazing to be able to get to that point where you've got a statue, but it's it's absolutely such a good movement. And not only at an AFL perspective, but also AFLW, the amount of abuse that's copped is just, it's just insane. So it shouldn't happen online and, and these men and women are training their asses off and putting absolutely everything into football with immense pressure. So it's it's just so good to be able to have that into a statue form and, and show that it's it's not good enough. We we don't condone that. So do you hope to one day play football full time and be drafted to an AFLW side? Yeah, it's definitely been a dream of mine. Like I've said before, I've always got that drive to go one step further or Um, continue pushing my limits so it would be an absolute dream to be drafted to an AFLW side for next season or the season after that but yeah I guess I just have to sort of wait and see where that takes me. I think for the women's draft it's next week next Tuesday? Yeah next Tuesday. (gasps) What are you thinking like what's going through your mind? I've never been in this position, so <laughs> tell me. <laughs> yeah, so I guess I'm just trying to keep it calm and not get too invested in it and try think whatever happens, happens. If I don't get drafted, I'll have another year in VFLW and train my ass off and see where I can go the following year. And if it does happen, I'll be absolutely over the moon and, yeah, it will be a massive dream come true for me. What advice do you have for all the ladies out there wanting to play football? The main thing is just get involved. So if it's something you've always wanted to do, doesn't matter if you want to play at elite level or just play socially, get involved and take every opportunity as it comes. I can't tell you how many existing and long-lasting relationships you make with the girls you play with, with the coaches, with the staff, with the club. It's just such an amazing feeling to be part of something. So I definitely encourage everyone to get involved if it's been a passion of yours or um, especially if you do want to play at a VFLW or AFLW level, absolutely just follow your dreams and get involved. Do you think you can be back-to-back premiers? I think it's definitely possible and yeah just thinking about that would be unbelievable. Um, It's definitely something I'm going to strive towards and hopefully come next season we'll be able to work towards that and and achieve but yeah to be back-to-back premiers is something that would be unreal and it's definitely a motivating factor for us having won the premiership uh, and seeing what we can do to better ourselves and and better our team to be able to take it to that next level and um, get into finals and, and do it all again because yeah it's definitely a opportunity of a lifetime and something I'll cherish forever and yeah to be 
be able to do that twice would be unreal. And what's next for you? So I guess that just depends on what happens on Tuesday. So whether it does go my way in terms of being drafted, whether it doesn't, I'll be able to create a rough plan of where I want to go career-wise and also in terms of football. So at the moment, I'm just staying fit, continuing to run, continuing to gym and pre-season for VFL will start very shortly too. So that will start end of November, even December. Wow, so Um, you don't get much of a break. Yeah, not really, but I already miss it so much already and it's been a couple of weeks. It's crazy, yeah, how much going from so much training and seeing the girls and everyone so much to nothing, how much you can miss that routine of training and being fit and everything. So it'll be good to get back into it, whether it's VFLW pre-season, AFLW pre-season. Either way, I love football, so just can't wait for it to be back. Well, I'm going to take the pressure off now and we're going to move on to a little bit of fun. <laughs> Hopefully I didn't uh, give you the sweats too much. Oh, you have a little bit. <laughs> it is a warm studio, isn't it? <laughs> it is. it's getting but, hot. <laughs> so a few weeks ago, I launched this new segment called Ask the Athlete. So we put it out to your fans and obviously the people who follow our Instagram page, sportsday.pod, and we give them the opportunity to be able to ask you the questions. Awesome. Yeah, so first up, <laughs> bring it on. <laughs> we have Instagrammer Alexis Arasu. She asked, how did you celebrate winning the premiership? And if you remember celebrating it at all. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely can remember that. So I guess it all started as soon as the siren went and it was an unbelievable feeling just jumping in the arms of um, the players around me and being able to hold that cup on stage with the coaches and the girls and we all together got a bus back to the Holden Centre. We had a function room at Corner Hotel which we had a tab on there so all our friends and family were welcome to celebrate with us and yeah we're wearing our medals and I will admit I did not take my medal off for Probably a good week. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. Just wearing that out of the house, wearing it around the house, wearing it wearing to it work. To the shops. I wore it to work. I bought it into work. Uh, I had some of my patients wearing it as well. But yeah, the main celebration was that Sunday night, and then um, we had the Mad Monday, which was also a lot of fun, just getting the girls together again. Jade underscore Shiri asked, "Surely Kuyong Boot Camps led to making such an athlete?" <laughs> <laughs> I can confirm it did. All that fitness at boot camp with you, Taylor, uh, the Shiri. And and also Ash and Grace Nolan too. Shout out to her. We used to get up very early in the morning before school, and that's how we became friends. We did this Kuyong boot camp, more so for fitness and for tennis. And Grace was there. <laughs> I was, and I can tell you the fitness was pretty full on there. Wouldn't change it for a thing. The amount of times I almost <laughs> snoozed my alarm to not get up early in the morning. I must school. say, I think I snoozed it and slept in. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of the times. Yeah, but yeah, just having a little group of us there was just so much fun. Tennis is a great sport and to be able to have played it with you guys who are definitely more elite than me was um, a huge, great experience for me. I wouldn't say that. (laughs) But it's Ruby Clifford on Instagram asked, what is your spirit animal and why? Yeah, great question. I've actually thought about that. Is it a magpie? times. No, it's it's not. Um, I think I would say a dolphin. Why? They're just so majestic and they're beautiful animals. They've got a great nature and I just love the way they move. I love them too. They're so cute. I would say if I was given that question, I'd be pretty stuck. Not yeah. sure what I'd answer, yeah. but I think I would say 
maybe a dog. <laughs> yeah, okay. I can see you as a little puppy dog. Maybe a, a brown Labrador. Oh, uh, yeah. Very happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to take that as a compliment. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. They're adorable. But Lynn Caponolo wants to know, did you barrack for the Pies before you were drafted? If not, do you now barrack for the Pies now that you play for them? Great question. And I will be honest, I didn't barrack for the Pies before I got drafted to them. Dun, dun, dun. Um, yeah. <laughs> I come from a family of um, diehard Melbourne supporters, but having played for Collingwood the past two years, I can definitely say that I've barracked for them a lot more than the Melbourne team, uh, especially this season. <laughs> yeah, especially. <laughs> didn't have the best season. But yeah, just being part of the Collingwood club has been so special for me and I definitely feel more connected to barracking for the AFL men's than I would for Melbourne, seeing as I don't play for them. So yeah, it's interesting how that just changes your mindset and everything. I guess I'll always have a soft spot for Melbourne, but at this point in time, seeing as yeah, I do play for Collingwood and the VFLW, they're definitely a team I barrack for. Well, I'm a Collingwood supporter, both men's and women's teams. I do love... I do love a lot of teams. I do have seconds and third favourites, yeah. but I'm Collingwood all the way. Yes, you are. Side by side. <laughs> side by side. So I'm going to say you're a Collingwood supporter, not Melbourne. Yeah. yeah, you know it. Grace, thank you so much for coming in and speaking about the VFLW, about winning the Premiership, and also giving us a little bit of an insight on just your life and what's gone on since. We can't wait just to see where football takes you, and we'll be watching you and supporting you all the way. Thanks for having me, Tay. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Sport Tay. We'll be back next week with more.